Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that flips through the pages of history to deliver old news in a new way. I'm Gabe Lussier, and in this episode, we're talking about a landmark book that's helped raise generations of Americans, from the baby boomers to Gen Z and beyond. The day was July 14, 1946. Dr. Benjamin Spock's seminal book about childcare was published for the first time. That book, titled The Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care, opposed conventional wisdom that claimed kids needed strict schedules, harsh discipline, and little affection from their parents. Instead, Dr. Spock encouraged parents to trust their own instincts about what's best for their child, while other experts on child-rearing warned parents to follow their lead or suffer the consequences, Dr. Spock struck a much more assuring tone. His message to parents was a simple one. You know more than you think you do. Benjamin McLean Spock was born on May 2, 1903, in New Haven, Connecticut. His first experience with childcare came when he was a child himself, 
as he often helped look after his five younger siblings. Born to a wealthy and well-connected family, Spock later attended elite schools such as Phillips Andover Academy and Yale University, just as his father had done. Spock studied literature and history at Yale and also joined the college crew team. His lanky 6'4 frame made him an ideal oarsman, so much so that in 1924, he and his team actually represented the United States at the Olympic Games in Paris. He won a gold medal in the Men's 8 event and continued rowing for the rest of his life. After graduating college, Spock attended the Yale School of Medicine for two years, then transferred to Columbia University's College of Physicians. There, he earned his M.D. and graduated first in his class in 1929. Later that year, he moved to New York City with his first wife, Jane Cheney, and began practicing pediatric medicine. Spock was a skilled and knowledgeable physician, but he still felt something had been missing from his pediatric training. He had learned all about the physical and mental development of children, but the emotional aspects of their lives had been glossed over as an incidental part of his profession. However, Spock believed he could better serve his young patients if he had a firmer understanding of their psychology. To that end, he enrolled at the New York Psychoanalytic Institute, and spent six years studying the subject. He continued to work as a pediatrician throughout the 1930s and early 40s, but had to step away from his private practice when he joined the Medical Corps of the U.S. Navy Reserves during World War II. After the war, Dr. Spock decided to try his hand at teaching, and in his spare time, he and his wife Jane worked on what ultimately became the Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care. Beginning in the early 1900s, many child psychologists advised a tough-love approach to raising children. This included letting kids cry themselves to sleep and avoiding overt displays of parental affection. For example, John B. Watson, one of the founders of behaviorism, urged parents to, quote, Never, never hug and kiss them. Never let them sit in your lap. If you must, kiss them once on the forehead when they say goodnight. Shake hands with them in the morning. One of Spock's goals was to provide an alternative to this detached approach to child rearing. In stark contrast, his book encouraged more interaction between parents and children. He also counseled parents to be more flexible about meeting their child's needs. If a child was hungry before the scheduled mealtime, feed them early. If they expressed fear or sadness, give them comfort. Instead of withholding affection, offer it consistently. Pick them up, hold them, kiss them, let the child know they're loved. This advice might sound obvious or even trite today, but it was downright revolutionary in 1946. These fresh ideas couldn't have come at a better time either. The Great Depression and World War II had delivered a one-two punch to America's birth rate. But with the war's end in 1945, the country was free to make up for lost time. The result was the so-called baby boom, a period stretching from 1946 to 1964 in which more than 76 million babies were born in the U.S. The first edition of Spock's book was released right at the start of the boom, and many post-war parents eagerly embraced its new, more nurturing approach to childcare. 
The paperback version of the Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care was sold for a mere 25 cents and became a bestseller shortly after its release. Since then, the book has been revised and reissued numerous times. It's been translated into 49 different languages and has sold well over 50 million copies worldwide. Dr. Spock went on to write five more books on childcare, though none were anywhere near as successful or influential as his first. In the 1960s, he returned to national prominence as an activist, taking a stand against nuclear proliferation and the military escalation in Vietnam. Spock retired from medicine in 1968, but continued writing and lecturing at universities for another three decades. His final book on pediatrics was released in 1995, three years before his death at the age of 94. It's no exaggeration to say that Dr. Spock's ideas changed the way children were raised in the United States. But not everyone agreed that change was for the better. Many conservatives bristled at his softer, more permissive style of parenting, and later blamed Spock's book for the defiant generation of the 1960s. It's worth noting, though, that the first edition of the book wasn't progressive across the board. Most of its advice was directed solely at mothers, reinforcing the traditional idea that fathers would and should play a secondary role in raising their children. That restrictive view was amended in later editions, along with several recommendations that were eventually discredited. Chief among those was the advice to put babies to sleep on their stomachs. That practice was later connected with a greater incidence of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS, and was subsequently warned against by Dr. Spock and many others. That said, the need for occasional revision doesn't undo the significance of the common sense book of baby and child care. Anyone lucky enough to have never doubted their parents' love for them will know exactly what I mean. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can write to me directly at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 